Hello, everyone, and welcome back to A Dancer's Mindset with myself, Isabella. I hope you're well. I hope you are having an amazing day. I'm here to give you energy. I'm here to motivate you. I'm here to make you feel better. If you haven't already, please rate and review the podcast. It will really help us get up the algorithm and let more people know that they should be listening to this amazing podcast because we want to help more and more of you. We're a growing community and we are a kind community as well. One thing my student actually said to me um, was, you know, she noticed all these students who know me and who are sort of in my circle. And she said, you know what, Isabella, you have such a a lovely group of girls who are your students or your fans or who, you know, are who follow you. And I said, yeah, you're right, you know, because we sort of feed that and we sort of encourage that there's no nastiness there's no bitchiness we're here to help ourselves and each other and it's always good to stay kind and humble because if you're secure enough in yourself and you're putting in the work for yourself and your mindset you know everything around you doesn't matter because you know you're on your journey and your journey is different from someone else and we all have to remember that and so remember if you love yourself and not to get cliche or anything but it's it's true if you love yourself and love what you're doing you know there'll be no insecurity surrounding you and you won't feel jealous of other people and you won't feel the need to you know be happy if someone fails you know because all that energy is really bad for us and it makes us feel really you know rubbish (laughs) whereas when you're happy for someone else it lights you up and it should inspire you to do better yourself And that's the kind of thing we encourage. And the fact that my student was noticing that was just amazing. And it shows that um, we're growing in a really beautiful way. So share this podcast with others so that they can also feel great, both mentally and physically, when they join our growing community, ballywithisabella.com. So guys, today we are going to be talking about, are you afraid of success? So... How do you identify the fear of success? Fear of success can manifest in the following ways. Anxiety, classic. You may anticipate the future consequence of your success. Perhaps you worry about being in the spotlight or leaving your loved ones, such as your parents, behind in pursuit of your success. I've definitely had... um, students come to me about this even your you know your parents as you leave for ballet school you might be afraid that success will make things too complicated and what if you don't even succeed and let people down (laughs) you may also worry that not everyone around you believes you deserve to be successful and that success won't be like anything they imagined you know imposter syndrome kind of thing guilt you may experience a sense of guilt at possibly taking the the class title, you know, coming up to the top of the class or promotion to soloist or principal from someone who, you know, was also going to get it and wanted it badly. You may be concerned that your light will outshine another who is equally deserving and feel a sense of shame. Discomfort. People may feel uncomfortable pushing themselves towards goals that still require some growth. Goals that require getting out of their comfort zone, like they've been given a variation with lots of fuetes or hops on point or a difficult turning diagonal. You may be afraid to succeed in something you've always told yourself you're bad at. 
I mean, how twisted is that? But it is so true. Pressure. The the dancer may feel the pressure to be better each class. They may feel that they have to follow up on their most recent success with another even better success. And in less time than the first, be it in a class or a performance, there's a few things now, if any of them sound like you, I think all of them were me at one point. Um, carry on listening and see what we can do to help this. I'll be honest, at least, yeah, two or three of those were definitely me <laughs> through and through. You know, as I got better with my ballet and progressed a lot, I got more and more terrified that my dream was getting closer and that I might actually make it. Now, hear me out. I used to get terrified that I am getting so technically strong and artistically where I want to be that becoming becoming the best in the class at the best school in the world and terrified I might actually make it as a soloist or principal one day. Now, here's the thing. It was my dream. Why am I terrified of my dream? But that's just it. It was a dream, a fantasy, not actually something that I would achieve, right? I mean, that's why it's a dream. It's not real. It's untouchable. It's something that is never there in front of you. And I got so good, so good at the art of visualization. Uh, I got so terrified when I was getting closer and closer to what I visualized. And how ridiculous does that sound? Because visualization is supposed to help you, right? Visualization of what you want helps you get closer and closer to what you want. But the ironic thing is the closer I got, the more terrified I got. And I found a quote which pretty much sums up how I felt. And I'll read it to you now. This quote was actually hanging in my landlady's bathroom, who was also a prima ballerina with the Royal Ballet in the 60s. So the fact she had this hanging up in her bathroom maybe made me think she struggled with this too. Here we go. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that, fright that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine, as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's just, it's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. And that is Marianne Williamson, A Return to Love, Reflections on the Principles of A Course in Miracles. Uh, and I absolutely, maybe you've heard that before, I absolutely adore this quote. And it plays into a lot of feelings we could all be dealing with. Um, one of them being sometimes we have people around us who are not as talented or also insecure and we dial down our desire, our talent, 
our spark to fit someone else and be on a similar level. Maybe they are complaining they didn't get the job. They're obviously not good enough. And so we also feel we need to get on this suffering train and join in. Well, you don't. And for God's sake, let that train leave the station without you on it. And I'll be honest, the energy you give out will attract the right people to you. And it may even change the the negative Nancy's state of mind too. So the people around you that are negative, if they see you shining bright and see you with all this positive energy, like, no, I'm going to make it. My work is going to pay off. They may start to change too. You may help them. We should be lifting each other up, pushing each other to get better and better each day. I have some close friends, surprisingly. I'm kidding. I have some close friends of mine who literally call me up and want to hear my voice so they can get some easy energy, quote unquote. I lift them up being told uh, that I have the power to bring someone up with my, my energy And that lifts me up even more. We both now feel great, empowered, motivated and raring to go. Now, that's not to boast my own trumpet or anything. But obviously, if I have the energy and I think a lot of you are attracted to what I do because of the energy I give out. And if you have that energy, you've got to do the world a favor and help other people. So the fact my friend actually, you know, said the words, I want, I wanted some easy energy. I wanted to speak to you today. I wanted to hear your voice. You know, I need it today. Um, just really made my day. And that made me feel so energized myself. I was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. And you know, how are you doing? How's your day? Oh, you're smashing it as always. You're really going for it. You're doing so well. And then you hang up the phone, and you're like, oh yes, I'm so ready to go. And then you'll probably, if you were having a bit of a lull, then, you know, once again, you're re-motivated. And we've done that for each other. And you really need that. And let that be food for thought. Think who those friends are around you who build you up to new heights and charge your batteries. Remember, we want battery chargers, definitely not drainers. Sometimes we let ourselves deflate our fire and energy because subconsciously we're afraid of how far we can go. I know I was. I was so ambitious, so determined, doing so well, I got scared. I got scared that I was getting closer and closer to my goals. I had major imposter syndrome, guys. (laughs) Uh, Go back to a previous episode and listen to understand more about imposter syndrome. But I couldn't believe that me, me, the one who only works her butt off but doesn't quite get there, would actually get there. Even though I'd been to the Royal Ballet School, got to Vaganova, um, was awful, <laughs> wasn't great. Uh, I'll dig out some videos at some point. I have to really find, um, ask my parents maybe where they are of when I first joined um, because compared to the others, I was way behind. And then I got to the top of the school, became a soloist of two companies. I still didn't believe it. (laughs) 
I knew that if I let go of my fear of success, I would go extremely far. And again, I'm just being honest here. I had the capabilities of going very, very far. I just knew I had that within me. And to be honest, that that terrified me because I didn't know if I could handle it when it was in front of me. And I'm being very vulnerable here and very honest with you because I don't want you making these same limitations on yourself like I did. I want, I've worked hard on my mindset so that you can learn and you can go further forwards. So what do we need to do in order to not let the fear of success destroy our dreams or destroy all our hard work? And guys, that's not to say that, you know, I, things were destroyed. I I got far and then obviously I've decided to move on to do something else and that's why I'm here today. And I'm very happy. I'm extremely happy and I'm happy with my life now and I think I was meant to do this I think I was meant to try really hard and meant to reach the top of the tree and meant to move on so I could help a lot of people um but now I know there will be people out there who want to get to the top of the tree and want to continue and who are struggling so what can we do about it if any of this sounds like you consider some of these approaches to working through your own fear of success. Be aware of your thoughts and actions. What are the voices that play over and over again in your mind? Is it an encouraging voice or is it a naysayer, the fear monger? All of them at once. What are your responses to those words or those messages? How do you inform your actions what are your actions following on from these words in your head you need to learn to listen and respond as a separate person you don't have to listen and take action with what the voices are saying listen curiously and respond productively so remember those little voices in your head you know that inner inner negative person that's someone else. You know, you have to think of it as somebody else. Not to say we need to be, <laughs> I don't know, um, a little bit crazy, but you have to separate them because otherwise you get so overwhelmed and you think that all these things you're thinking are real. When it's like if we separate it and we think of it as a d- different person, then it's like they're there in the room and you think, you know, someone's saying, oh, you really, you, you know, you really are not good at pirouettes I mean oh look at you you know your turnout is shocking instead of like feeling that just so deeply and so emotionally you see this person across the room and you go okay cool yeah I know I need to work on it and that's what I'm going to do okay thanks see you later (laughs) number two start a journal journaling can really help you track and deeply connect with your thoughts and your response to the world In the journal, write, what is your vision of a life well-lived? Good ballet dancer, nice balanced life. What are your greatest hopes and fears in accomplishing that life? What are the best and worst outcomes of achieving success? How do you imagine you would respond to both the best and the worst outcomes? I'll read that again. Things I want you to write in your journal. 
What is your vision of a life well lived? Good ballet career, nice balanced life. What are your greatest hopes and fears in accomplishing that vision? And what are the best and worst outcomes of achieving success? How do you imagine you would respond to both best and worst case scenarios and outcomes? Number three, reflect. Consider the possible fear of success and how it has shown up for you in the past and present. Do you fear a negative outcome resulting from your success? If so, why? I think it's possible you'll be super happy if you are successful. But are you afraid that you're not worthy of that success? It's very common, guys, that even when, you know, people who are such high achievers, not just in ballet, but in many things, when you hit a certain goal, it's it's actually, you know, really common that they have a downward spiral and they suddenly feel just really bad. And it, I've read it a lot. It's It happens a lot with, um, you know, um, sports people. So let's say, for example, a runner, they might have been training for months and months, years to win gold at some sprint or a marathon. And, you know, when they finally do, they they suddenly feel, okay, uh, right. And they sort of lose all sense of purpose, all sense of worth. And perhaps throughout that training period, you had been fearing how you'd feel after it was over because all you've ever done is work hard. So what happens after that? And that happens a lot with principled, um, well, with ballet dancers as well. Like, you know, and I think the ones who do well are the ones who can manage these feelings well. Because once you get to your goal of principle or goal of doing Swan Lake or goal of doing something, you know, such and such, and, you know, ballet is so hard, it, you know, a lot of them think, okay, now what? Uh, I've made it so, you know, now what happens? Um, and so... That's something that is important to reflect on and think about. You know, do you fear a negative outcome resulting from your success? Would you class that as as negative? What would you class as a negative outcome from your success? You know, and if you do fear that, why? Why? (laughs) Number four, acknowledge the fear. By doing so and writing it down, you bring it into the center of your attention and then it becomes a real tactful thing. It becomes smaller. It's not you anymore. It's words on a piece of paper that you can read, acknowledge, and then just chuck in the bin. <laughs> you know, that's what it's, you know, similar to the thing I was saying before about uh, listening to the voice in your head as a separate person. You know, if if you find that hard, write down the fears, write down on a piece of paper literally what you're thinking to yourself in your head look at it and I think instantly you'll just think god why am I saying that to myself god that's so mean and so negative and I can't believe I even thought that and then literally scrunch it up and chuck it away you'll feel better and acknowledge how many times that happens I think if you take the time to write down things immediately when they happen it can be on your phone, but a tactful thing like a piece of paper is much better. Um, and you make a habit of doing that. You can also see patterns, like see recurrences of how often you think like that. And you'll just think, wow. And I think if you get into the habit of writing it down, uh, it's going to happen less because you're, you don't want to write that down all the time, <laughs> you know. 
And I, but I think that's a really good exercise to do. Number five, explore the origins of that fear. Was it something that happened in childhood or adulthood? What message did you take away from your past experiences? What would your life look like if you never pursued your vision of success at all? I doubt we'd be doing ballet, right? Without vision, it's too hard day to day to do this kind of life, day in, day out. Without vision, without thinking ahead, without thinking about what you're aiming for, just struggling day in, day out, it would be hard. Review, review your journal every week. What are the consistent themes and patterns? By identifying patterns related to success in your thoughts and behaviors, you can begin counteracting them. So you'll get to know yourself a whole lot better. Once you identify, identify your negative beliefs and self-talk, you can consider how you can reframe them into more empowering beliefs. Sometimes we can really get stuck in our thoughts and emotions and we need to learn to master our emotions, observe them, separate them from ourselves, rationalize them and learn from them. For me, thinking back to the origins of fear, um, I actually think a lot of it comes from, you know, um, like I used to have some pretty bad teachers when I was younger who would shout at me a lot and make me feel really low in my self-esteem. Couple that with a bit of bullying at school. And, you know, you really do get the whole feeling of like imposter syndrome where you're a bit of a fraud or, you know, not... Um, you know, you don't deserve this, like there's people so much better than you, you're nothing. And I really, it, you know, it's it saddens me a lot when it, these things happen when you're young because they play such a huge impact into adult life. And I think this really needs to be spoken about and really needs to be brought to light because um, if we don't talk about these things, we can suffer from these feelings for years you know sometimes our whole life and I know I've worked through a lot um through you know doing this podcast even and also just thinking about things myself um and that's another reason I think I value the, talking to you so much because um I want you to observe your emotions and if there is any issues is that if there is any pattern if there are any patterns of negative self-talk it's now I'm trying to give you the keys to change that and not let other people or past experiences, um, you know, make you think less than or make you think less of yourself. Number six, visualize success. You know, I love vis visualization. Visualize yourself being able to navigate both the potential positive and negative outcomes. I would say both are equally as important and then you are essentially training yourself and your emotions to be ready for both scenarios. If I was going to pick one, I'd say almost almost the negative one is more important. You know, how would you deal with a negative outcome? Because that's when we can easily think about our world being destroyed and our world has ended, but that's not the case. So think ahead. Don't give it too much weight but just think okay if that happens then I will think this way but obviously I'm going to focus on the positive.
and seven, self-care. Manage stress and anxiety by taking care of your mind and your body. Obviously for us, exercise is a given. (laughs) So focus on cross-training, taking baths, eating healthy food. Take the time to relax and sleep and enjoy the company of friends and family as well as your alone time. Practice mindfulness. Deep breathing can give you space to navigate a difficult emotion or thwart a negative one um, when you feel stressed. Focus, focusing on your mental well-being will help you proceed thoughtfully in the world. The fact you're listening to this podcast is a great way to do that as part of your mindfulness and plan for your mental health. So you're already taking action towards your mental health. So well done. I'm proud of you. Number eight, self-awareness. Be aware of your discomfort. Sit with the feelings and consider the origin. Is the feeling in service to you or a disservice to you? How can you adjust your approach? And it's sort of like everything we've been talking about. Yeah, all the things I've listed above and talked about um, are things that you can do for this you know so it's all it's sort of all the same thing we have to be aware of our emotions aware of what's being said to us is this doing me good or is it doing me bad is this serving me or is just this just making me feel awful be gentle with yourself you know the fear of success is very real with awareness of its impact over time Um, we can work to counteract the thoughts and behaviors holding us back and we can achieve the success we so want and so deserve. Like anything, we're trying to improve and overcome. And the first step is always awareness with anything, even let's talk about turnout. I'm aware I'm turned in (laughs) and then you'll start to get more turned out. If any of this sounds like you, start now to accomplish overcoming fear of success. And see that vision of your life. And that vision of your life can totally be yours. Why not? There's nothing stopping you. Apart from your mind and what's going on. So we need to address that. Now if this is sounding like you, you're aware of it now. And now it's time to fix it. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this was helpful for you. Um, I take a lot of time planning these podcasts. And so um, it's been, well, really enjoyable doing this one. And um, I hope it resonates with a lot of you. Feel free to message me on Instagram. Share this one on your stories. Let other people know. Be vulnerable, guys. Be vulnerable with your friends and followers and say, look, you know, I really struggle with this. And Isabella just gets it. And so I want you to listen too because I think this could help you as well. You know, help your friends, help each other, light each other up, bring each other up, encourage each other. You are only going to feel better for it because when when you're a good person, you'll act like one, (laughs) you know, and then you'll feel better and you'll achieve more. Stay humble, stay kind, work on yourself. Thank you so much for listening. More episodes coming very soon. And my variations course is launching on October 24th. There are three parts to the variations course and part one is releasing on October 24th, which is in time for many of you um, when you have half term. Perfect time to practice some variations and get an insight into the details that Vagana students 
you know, um, pay attention to as well as I coach in a way that I was coached. And so, you know, looking at details is a major factor of the Vaganova technique. And so it's something that you will see I value very greatly. And this will be available for all my soloist members who get classes on demand. We're talking ballet classes, workout stretches. I even do some manifestation stretches where we go into mindfulness and courses, which is the key one here, where we go into great detail on how to improve certain things, such as pirouettes, extensions, turnout, many, many things, Pitti Allegro, balance. And now we're talking about a few variations, which was filmed very beautifully and with some very talented young ladies who were students of mine. So I cannot wait to share this with you. Use code BWI STUDENT, in caps, BWI STUDENT, to get a discounted soloist membership. You will also have access to live classes, live members classes, which are part of the membership. And you will be able to join me as well as a few other teachers weekly where we'll be doing ballet classes, Pilates, yoga, all of the above. There is honestly so much on offer and it's just going to take you to the next level. So guys, check it out, ballywithisabella.com. Spread the word about this podcast, share it on your stories. I will obviously thank and repost and be so proud of you that you've listened to this today and done this for yourself. Thank you so much for listening. Love you all. Bye for now.